myself today. He hurt himself, I guess. Okay, so welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Illuma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, we have an especially spooktacular time because it is our second annual Halloween Drunktastic episode. We're going to get ripped because guess what? <laughs> That's what we do. Yay! Yay! But not only us are here. <laughs> We have a who's who of local podcasting because we've got Brian from, from st- Howdy from, from st- Stiff Joystick Podcast. Right? How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Even better now to have my drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting in the spirit. Josh got him a four loco. His his wife, Girl. Amy, is also or his girlfriend. Sorry, <laughs> fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm drunk. Save me. Hi. Hi. And then we have an also, you've heard her off mic. What? She has the, yeah. <laughs> she has the cutest giggle. But Miss Niece. She's also the end voice. Yes, she is the end voice of every Beer City Media podcast. We have Aaron here today. Hola. Hola. She's Spanish, by the way, so <laughs> watch out. Anyway, we have so much to cover today. We're going to tell ghost stories like we did last year. We're going to cover just like crazy crazy shit but i before i get into it we're feeling the spirit it's fall we we have to be excited it's autumn it's okay sorry it's autumn mm. <laughs> what is everybody's favorite horror movie or favorite thing to do in the fall slash around halloween because i know a lot of people who which is, which question is it I fuck. Obviously, I'm drunk. both. Okay, it's a, it's a two. Okay, what's your favorite thing to do when it comes time to be around Halloween? And what's your favorite horror movie? And we'll go clockwise. Yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> my favorite horror. Um, I don't really like horror movies, so I guess my favorite would be by default the most scariest that I've seen. Yeah. Or um, today I'd say that would be. Candyman, but only because I saw it when I was at a very young age. So maybe today's it wouldn't be as bad, but back then they scared the shit out of me. Maybe yeah, worse than anything I've seen before, for sure. Yep. Amy, it's okay. Um, I don't know because I don't really think they're scary. I think it's hilarious. Um, I do that too. Two, the boy and the forest. Those were my two Those favorite. Relatively recent horror movies, right? Yeah, it seems to be a horror. Con- the cabin. Yeah. The ink pen, the door, <laughs> the the doorstop, the doorstop, the paperweight. <laughs> okay, something bad happened there, I guess. Josh, you. Well, it depends on who you ask. Some people would say that Predator is considered a scary as a horror flick, so I would say that. But I wouldn't consider no. it the movie that got me the most when I was a kid. True story was uh, Children of the Corn. Huh. That was one that I watched like half of it, and I was like maybe seven. Bad idea, mm-hmm. for the record, and it kind of messed me up. Uh, but true to this uh, podcast, it, the yeah. original it, being very young and watching that, that set up some uh, precedence for the rest of my life. And actually, we just saw the new it movie, and it didn't bother me. So there, either it was Tim Curry or just being young. As far as favorite. 
autumn activity. I, well, I just love the air getting colder because mm-hmm. I hate hot weather. Agreed. April? Oh, boy. Um, I think as far as movies go, it's probably a toss-up for me between Pumpkinhead and Hellraiser. I love it. Because they're both, they're so different, but they're both really, really good. And those are the ones that I could watch over and over and over and still enjoy. Super surreal. Yeah. The way they're made, no CGI, very like... 80s aesthetic, yeah. creepy yep. kind of effects. Hellraiser at the very end where the, like, the big chewed up piece of bubble gum is like chasing her down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch out for the little big chew. <laughs> exactly. It'll get you. Um, favorite autumn, I don't know if it's an activity, but I get really excited for all the pumpkin spice things. I'm just basic, I guess. <laughs> I like to drink my pumpkin spice latte with my Ugg boots and my, well, my you puffer are, vest. You, and you are white. I so. am. It's true. <laughs> um, I am? <laughs> Lawrence, what do you? It's got? in her surname. I mean, Vander Whitey. True. Congratulations, Josh. Um, dad joke of the day. Um, <laughs> wait, did you say bad joke or dad joke? Because I think or. it was Go both. Way, it's a combo. You know I mean? uh, my f- f- uh, scariest movie. Did you ever see the others? I loved it. Yes. Nicole Kidman. <sighs> yeah, I think I was more turned on by her than I was scared. So I kind of walked out of it confused. I'm like, I-, I have a spooky boner. I don't get it. <laughs> It's a booner. It's a booner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the others is great. I got a ghoul in my pants. Okay. So how many pumpkin spice lattes do you get, Larry? I don't. Uh, no. Favorite fall activity, I guess, would be watching the World Series. Uh, uh, yeah. Very good. Tis That's the really season. Good. Tis the season. Aaron, what do you? what's your favorite scary movie? Favorite I really thing? Lo- it's probably a toss-up between Pet Cemetery and mm. the... Um, see, I like the suspense thrillers, so like the... The Sixth Sense. Those are both awesome. Okay. Those give me chills. Okay. First of all, let me just say this. You said Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Favorite Stephen King book of all time. Also, the movie got really, for some reason, it got terrible reviews, but it is awesome. It is so creepy. The Stand, too. Yeah. The Stand. Okay. For sure. But I think they're going to remake that, which I hope they do, because I love Stephen King. Um. I lived in Topsom, Maine, which is actually his fictitious universe for dairy. And I lived there for about a year and a half. Nothing happened. I had really good uh, service at a couple of breakfast spoons areas. <laughs> and about that, I mean, the houses looked a little weird at night, mm-hmm. but that was just me being like, is it scary? I don't know. Is there a ghost in there? I don't know. I'm just Ryan. I'm in the Navy. Whatever. Well, yeah. You being a fan of Stephen King and him basing how many stories out of Derry. Yeah. So it's not surprising. I was just waiting for the uh, misery girl to like walk out of a sewing corner and just like smack me in the head with a brick or something. Like it didn't happen. But well, I saw th- it. You thought I, it was going to happen. I, I did. Anyway, so these are all really great suggestions. And I want to say so what my. What's your favorite fall activity? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, probably like Haunted Corn Maze. Oh yeah, those are fun. haunted houses. It's a thing. Yes, yeah, and a haunted corn maze. It's in New Salem. Hmm. It's here, not too far away. How about how how far is that from? Oh, it's probably New about Salem? an hour. Yeah, it, there's a New Salem in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. It replaced the old Salem. <laughs> oh okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been to the Salem, Massachusetts, and they only sell Salem's to smoke. So yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I, Welcome I to a, New Salem. I smell a Salem's. pod family field trip. <laughs> you know, right? Um, Ryan, you never answered your own question. I, it's true. Okay, so my favorite horror movie of all time is The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. 
it was the first movie where I saw like practical effects and a dude's like head ripping off its body <laughs> and turning into a spider. Also a great game, by the way. <laughs> the th- yeah, yeah. No. Um, as far as uh, I could talk about horror movies all day, and this is my only time of the year that I can actually kind of expel them. Allow them to, yeah. I do want to give a shout out to The Strangers, which was a more recent horror film, scared the life out of me, and it's all about like home invasions. And um, I actually met the people that I met two cosplayers who were dressed as the main. <laughs> villains from the strangers and got a picture with him because i the fact that that gets notoriety and they're also just got greenlit for a sequel so the strangers is honestly will scare the shit out of you my my wife soon to be ex-wife was like when we saw that in 2006 or 7 like it literally like it, we saw it midday and we were both terrified which very rarely does that happen. When I was a kid, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street and did the same thing. But as an adult, like being that scared, like definitely a big thing. My favorite thing to do in the fall is probably watch football. <laughs> poop with your shirt off. <laughs> yeah, poop with my shirt off is pretty good. Um, no, I, I what I really like to do is I like to come home, crack open a cold one, and watch some internet TV. That's different from any other season. How? <laughs> There's really nothing. I mean, spring. We're talking about summer. We're talking fall, about my heaven right winter. now. So, <laughs> March, uh, Columbus Day. Yeah, that's me. Um. So anyway, that is what we like to do, ladies and gentlemen. What do you like to do? If you want to hit us up at our email at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com, email us. Tell us what you like to do around this time of year. What your favorite scary movie is. What's your favorite uh, activity is? Because this is my time. This is this is when I'm super happy. I'm super excited because we are knuckle deep in some, some Comic-Con, Grand Rapids Comic-Con action. We just went and we met a bunch of people. We get to interview a bunch of people tomorrow. I cannot wait to see what happens with that. It's awesome. So we're going to take a quick break. And before we get into our stories, um, I just want to tell you guys, we love you. This goes don't open to after dark And it ain't till 12 till the party really starts And I always had to be home by 10 Right before the fun was about to begin Crowd the people lined up inside and out Just for one reason, to rock the house It's our Halloween episode, ladies and gentlemen Spooky episode. You better shut your butthole. Watch out. There's some spooky in the thing. Butt. There's stuff. There's it's stuff. There's stuff in the air. In the anus. Exactly. So, guys, I really, really, really have to do this. <laughs> there is a listener of our show. Wow, we have a listener. We do. That's awesome. You rule. And. His name's Ryan. Like, okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Like yours truly. <laughs> so, anyway, he listened to the Jimmy Hoffa episode. And, Ryan, this is for you, homie. Anyway, so he said the Jimmy Hoffa conspiracy, what we already know. Throughout the 50s and 60s, the Teamsters pension funds were being used to give the mafia loans built, lo- loans used to build M- Las Vegas. Robert Kennedy led the federal investigation into 
the illegal loans which threatened to topple the mafia and their kingdom in Las Vegas. This caused the mafia to assassinate JFK to get Robert F. Kennedy off their tail. We know this because Marcello and connected man's was a connected man serving time in Texarkana. Now this is loosely tied, I will say. So he mentions to another prisoner that they are going to get JFK in Dallas. When the mob assassinated JFK, it triggered the start of a covert war between the federal government and unionization. Unions had grown so large and powerful that they were considered a major threat to the governing powers of the government. They finally imprisoned Hoffa in 67. In 70, the UAW leader, Walter Ruther, died in a mysterious plane crash. The following investigation showed that the alt- alt- uh, altimeter psychological in the privately chartered jet had been removed, dismantled, and resembled incorrectly. Resembled or re- <laughs> reassembled? Reassembled. Reassembled. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, this is the drunk episode. It just resembled it. It didn't really quite look like it. So anyway, this was ruled as a major contributing factor to the crash. Union membership had its peak at this time and starts to decline soon after. In 73, Hoffa makes a plea deal with the Nixon administration that gets him a early release, but require that he has no longer can be involved in union or in the union. Stop it. Until 1980. <laughs> professional broadcast. He starts to find a legal way around that and makes a deal. He's planning on running for union president in 76, but disappears never to be heard of again in 75. Now, some would say that this is the end of the story. Those people would be ignoring one of the biggest government cover-ups in U.S. history that is far more significant than, and, than even the moon landing. What? Exactly. What? We did the moon landing. Yeah, we did. But, but anyway. Well, I mean, we didn't actually land on the moon, but... Well, for the first time... We could have if we wanted to, though. Yeah. yeah. The, Not with your kind of attitude. <laughs> the government's ability to control popular culture and sway citizens' opinion through the use of media propaganda against its own people. Now, this has newly come to light. With the fall of the two most powerful leaders of the two most powerful unions... Having taken place, the government then put forth a covert operation to sway the public from union thinking. They decided to do this by attacking the iconic image of the strong, hardworking, intimidating union worker. In 78, Al Needham, a former movie stuntman, started filming a movie that would directly attack the image of the Teamster trucker and the stoic demeanor associated with them. So... John Wayne, a close friend of Needham, had asked the former stuntman to take on this endeavor on the behest of his other close friends, Robert Nixon, Richard Nixon, <laughs> and Robert Ron- Nixon is Richard, you dick, and Ronald <laughs> and Ronald Reagan. Nixon, already out of office, had asked 
on behalf of the RNC, Republican National, National Committee, yeah, <laughs> is about to elevate the staunchy anti-union Reagan to the national <sighs> forefront as he was challenging Ford for the Republican candidacy in 76 and would later be the candidate in the 80 election. Thus began one of the most successful propaganda campaigns against the U.S. citizens in nation's history. Now, here we go. Smokey and the Bandit was released in theaters in 77 and quickly became a national hit. Unbeknownst to the audience, the movie was filled with the veiled references to the JFK assassination and the Union connection. The plot of the movie was that our hero, the Bandit, tasked with delivering a load of Coors illegally across state lines for some southern mafia types. The Bandit must go to Tar Texarkana where Marcella had been imprisoned when he talked about the plot to kill JFK in Dallas to pick up the the load and deliver it to Georgia, the home of the newly elected President Carter. And ob obvious, there was a veiled threat to keep the anti-union movement in place. The movie portrays trucker Cletus Snow as a comedic criminal who the bandit... Yep. Who the bandit had to continuously save due to his bumbling ways and total incompetence. Thus begins the organized onslaught of the public image of the union trucker. No. Chewy does not like this story. Chewy, I'm sorry, Chewy. It's almost Go done. <laughs> now, following on the success of Smokey and the Bandit, the movie Convoy was released in 78. It's a ripoff. Then followed BJ and the Bear, which premiered in 79. Which BJ? is Jay? <laughs> yeah. I think the BJ was the monkey. No, you're thinking of Clint Eastwood and. What movie was that? Um. I don't remember the name. The BJ and the Bear, right? No. <laughs> I was, thought it was. It was Planet of the Apes something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Planet of the Apes. I think you're a little off of that one. Probably. It was like, my monkey is my friend. The movie. I don't know. <laughs> There's one for the soundboard. My monkey is my friend. <laughs> the search for Curly's gold. Uh. So anyway, then follows BJ and the Bear, which premiered in '79, featuring a truck driver who has a pet chimp that is regularly. <laughs> Thank you. I knew owner. I. I knew what I was talking about. Then in '86, under the Reagan administration, the Michael Keaton movie Gung Ho portrays a factory or auto worker who have lost their collective bargaining rights. And become better, more effective workers because of it. Even as recent as 87, the Simpsons episode Radioactive... I'm sorry, 97. Episode of the Simpsons Radioactive Man, the character Homer disparages some Teamsters movie set workers by We're saying Teamsters. They're so lazy and surly. <laughs> Homer then has a lazy off with the Teamsters to see who can relax the hardest. <laughs> Another connection is that the Simpsons is a Fox production... Which is also the production company that JFK's girlfriend Marilyn Monroe had a contract with before her mysterious death. Thank you. We're going to cover her death. Yes, Marilyn Monroe coming up. Could have been a murder, I think. Last paragraph, I promise, and then we'll take a quick little siesta. Since the release of Smokey and the Bandit, the public persona of the union worker has greatly suffered by attacking the image and public perception of union workers. They've successfully neutralized their power. No longer are the union's major players in the national and criminal world. And by using Hollywood, a perceived liberal entity, to take it down, they managed to stay imperceptible to the common man who just laughs along at the bumbling, lazy union worker without realizing he has witnessed 
witnessing the deliberate retaliation for the murder of JFK. Thank you, Ryan. That was very perceptive. And I mm. love the fact that you delved that from just an episode of our show, but just kind of dove deep. And I want to salute you, sir. We like it deep. So we're going to take another, we're going to take another quick <laughs> when we come back. More scary stories. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy. You all know me and he's scared as hell. He comes to me a night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's hot outside, he wears it anyway. He's home when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm sleeping. Welcome back. <laughs> Dolphin sex. We had a break. I've had almost an entire bottle of wine. Uh, April's drunk. Yes. <laughs> We're all drunk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are drunk for your Halloween episode. Now, I have 51 short stories. 51? On yeah, but I'm... We're going to take a break after every one. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not going to be scary. I'm going to skip through a lot. Probably more like six. But I want to tell you guys some scary stories from the internets. I think my farts sound weird. Sometimes they do. This one time I got the blue screen of death. What is the blue screen of death, Josh? You've never had the blue screen of death? You? I don't play video. why he's not scared of it. Imagine going we on use, your... We use Max. Right. Oh, I got a platinum in expensive technology. <laughs> Blue screen of death is the worst thing you could ever experience as a PC user. Imagine how you have everything on your computer, all your recorded music, you know, your original recorded music, and all these pictures. of like Josh letting you know he's a musician. And whatnot. And one day you go to hop on it, and all of a sudden a blue screen pops up and says... Hey, bitch. <laughs> this isn't going to load. Right off the bat, I'm going to have to say that's not what it says. <laughs> it says, hey, bitch. Well, it says like C, comma, semicolon, semicolon, dash, dash, Windows PC not working. Basically, it, the blue screen of death is when your computer is gone. There's nothing you can do. You don't know why it's there, but it happens. Last computer did that. It kind of sucked. All right. Our first creepy tale. Our Halloween episode is about the missing 411 people. Not a foxtail. No. 411 missing people? Basically, people go missing in national parks all the time. That's kind of the thing. There's parks everywhere. Damn parks. They also... my life in two pieces. (laughs) There's all these weird... Especially Lincoln Park. Similarities. Children (laughs) go missing 15 feet from groups. Then months later, only a bone or two is found in areas... A boner is found? Already been searched. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing of a person to find. Now, take, for example, Dior Cunts Jr. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> There's young ears around, Ryan. Maybe it's Kuntz? He's been missing... Like baseball since- player Rusty Kuntz? <laughs> He's been Kuntz? missing since 7 10 15. So, two- 2015... From Lemmy County, Idaho. <laughs> he was camping and he's never been found. So, Dior 
was camping with his mom, dad, grandparents, and a family friend. His parents went for a short walk, thinking that their son was being watched by the grandparents. When they returned, the boy was gone. According to statements made by the Lemmy County Sheriff. <laughs> Lemmy from Motorhead? No. Okay. Just asking. But thank know. you. Thank you. <laughs> Not right, exactly someone I'd leave my kids with, is what I'm saying. For sure. Lemmy Winks. <laughs> A brief adventure. According to statements made by Lemmy County Sheriff, the family members had been cleared of any criminal involvement. There was a massive search for the boy without finding any evidence of him in the area. Weather did hinder search efforts as it was raining in the days immediately after the disappearance. We didn't find your kids, but we found a bunch of potatoes. Mm. <laughs> now, I was contacted by a retired U.S. Retarded Postal Service. U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> Sounds about right. Damn your mail. <laughs> I said he said for a package. <laughs> I said retired. This employee who lived Whoops. in the area and kept updated on the events, they stated that the local newspaper had almost nothing about the events, local which the area population thought was strange. <laughs> Is there somebody like playing a maraca? <laughs> This is, if they are, they're playing it wrong. They're really smacking it. That's actually the music I put underneath. But is that part of it? What is oh, that? I think I know what that is. There we go. I had a button pushed. I shouldn't have pushed. Lawrence was building a house over here. That's what oh, I was doing. Sure, You're freaking me out. He was playing Age of Empires in the background. I think a ghost pressed that button. Honey, will you push my button? Whoa! <laughs> Segway into butt sex. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> There's that too. Take care of that. So anyway. Take care of that. <laughs> so. What is Jesus Christ. On? So 411 was like the before butt. the. <laughs> <laughs> that was before 911. And uh, <laughs> I think most people call it 911, but whatever. We're gonna go to another story. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna number? do. Oh, I'm gonna on. do. I'm gonna do two more. Then I want. I want uh, Miss Niece <laughs> to read the story for us. So, the Lyle Stevic case. Now, in 2001, a man in his 20s or possibly 30s checked into a motel in Amanda Park, Washington, and later committed suicide by hanging in the closet. Investigators tried to locate... Ah! Is that what you say when you commit suicide? Uh, maybe. Or you do that. <laughs> How do we follow that up? I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> One of these days. Are you a necrophiliac, Josh? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Hey. Can't knock it till you try it. Yeah, I can. I can really knock that. <laughs> Investigators trying to locate his family soon realized he was probably using an alias as Lyle Stevic. That was the wasn't name. Wasn't that of one of the... Wasn't that like Dorothy's ex-husband's name on Golden Girls? <laughs> no, but it was Joyce Carol Oates' novel, You Must Remember This. It was a character. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was. 
The address he gave and checked in was that of a Best Western Ohio. Staff members there didn't recognize him. It had been more than 14 years since his death, and he still hasn't been identified. It's suspected he might be Canadian. However, as a worker... Damn Canadians. ...described him having a Canadian accent. Now, there's pictures of that, which we can post... I like to call them snow Mexicans. Everybody pull pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road. Larry just said some shit. So anyway. So this is a unsolved mystery of a guy that died from Canada and they don't know if he's from Canada and it's scary. So let's go for another one. Now. The Great Filter. Hey, great man. The hey, great man, man. shot. Something is making civilization rare in the universe. It could be that life is rare or that some step towards civilization is rare, but it is also possible that civilizations manage to repeatedly screw up before they reach the stars. That means we need to take all sorts of existential risks, <laughs> like nuclear war, resource depletion, populate, or sorry, pollution. Population, pollution, same thing. Pandemics, etc. Much more seriously than we do and should be putting in a lot more resources across the board to investigate them. But that's uh, the great filter. That didn't make a lot of sense. No. Oh, wait. Okay. okay. Oh, I, I, I got one. I'm drunk. No. <laughs> Guys. Alright. Hey, if you're listening... I love you. We should all toast. We should all toast. We should all toast. What are we going to toast to? Right. Butter and jelly. Stranger each Things other. season two. Toast to each Stranger other. Things season two. Woo! Uh, yeah. Woo! As I try to navigate this and just slur the shit out of my words. Don't worry about it. We're all in the same boat. <sighs> uh, I think we reach weight limit and we're sinking. I got one you more. Spit on me. I got I got one more good one. Not the first time. Oh, oh my god! You can't owe your own <laughs> joke. You can sit there and like make a joke and then talk about how great my joke was. And just... I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a dildo. Did you, Josh? Did you buy? A dildo? Yes. I don't have headphones on. I don't know what just played. But I'm saying yes. See. Si. Because I'm a si, yes senor. man. Si, senor. Si, senor. So, of all time, this thing is going off the rails. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry. It's, well, a, drunk, it's a drunkle cast. It's, uh, yes, I know, but I'm trying to keep it on track here. Drunkle. Drunkleston. <laughs> oh my god, my wife is hammered. <laughs> Drunkleston. I was supposed to be driving him home. Right. <laughs> Just so you know, guys, keep a track out there. Aaron is supposed to drive Larry home. Here's the sound of her driving me home. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's okay. There's a very nice Angry Birds bed upstairs for both of you. Thank you, April. I appreciate that. All right. So we're going to go with the disappearance of Ray Grikar before we head to like a straight up legitimate 
horror story. Okay. Okay. And we'll take a break before that. Okay. So you can prepare. Just so you can woo I don't saw. need any might Is that I me? Really I think so. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Apple phones don't seem to do that. I don't know what the deal is. I just care. I'm not saying it's Larry, better. I'm I just, just saying it's, I just care about you. You do care too much. Okay. Okay. So Ray. They both enjoyed car. the penis together. They did. <laughs> I Now, there's not been many uh, mentions of this disappearance in the Pennsylvania district. So, a, attorney Ray Gricar, which is the subject of this, <laughs> he disappeared in 2004, 2004, 2005. Gricar had previously... I uh, can't talk oh. on this. Larry's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like compound laughter when someone starts and then you, right, and you join right. them and whatever. I was just looking at April. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help it. <laughs> now, Ray had been previously investigated for sexual misconduct charges Ooh. against Penn State football assi- assu- assistant coach Jerry Sandusky. Oh, it's Penn in- State. Again. Ooh. In 98. Now, Gricard didn't have enough evidence at the time to press formal charges and drop the case. In 2005, he went missing. And his car was discovered in the parking lot of a roadside business north of State College, Pennsylvania. So this is... Yeah, Sandusky was a monster. That's a future episode. Yeah. Now... Going and going. His laptop was found in a nearby stream with the hard drive removed. In 2011, after a lengthy grand jury investigation, Sandusky was finally charged with sexual abuse of a minor, and Gricar's body was never found, and officials deny any connection to Sandusky or the eventual Penn State abuse scandal with Gricar's disappearance. Yeah, that's well, that was what, just a a couple years ago? Five years ago, six years ago? That that all really came yeah. out, and yeah, uh, I remember seeing it. I'm obviously not a huge sports person, but that's some scary stuff. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up. So yes. we are going to take a break, and then we're going to hear a legit Michigan horror story from yours truly, Miss Aaron. So we are back from our break. We have been refreshed. We are happy to just talk. We're a bunch of friends. We're all, so we're, we're all in the friendship. Now, I really would love to hear Miss Aaron's story about her paranormal experience. Ooh. Ryan's hyping it up. I, no pressure. I'm, 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 
Sorry. I would like to hear Aaron tell us about a ghost story. Okay, thank you, Ryan. Okay, I have two. Ooh. Um, it's a twofer. My maid of honor, my roommate from college. It's about her sister. One of them. Um, she was in bed one night and swears that she was visited by her grandmother, who had oh. just recently passed away. She swears she was not dreaming. She swears she was not hallucinating. And I believe her because that's my friend's sister. That's my best friend's sister. Why would I not believe that? See, that's how the story would have ended with me. Like, are you dreaming? No. Are you hallucinating? Yeah, I was. <laughs> and then story denied. So Coke why. is a hell of a drug. You don't hallucinate on... Well, maybe you do. I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> and then Neither the have I. <laughs> the other one wasn't... I mean, it might be kind of anticlimactic, but I was... Um, I don't remember if it was night or morning or what, but I remember waking up and seeing kind of like this mist in my room. It was not shadows, and it was moving. I was vaping, brah. No, there was no, no vapor in the room. It was just a mist that was kind of floating there? Yeah. And it was moving. Did Larry fart? <laughs> <laughs> no farting. No sulfur in the room. Larry's pretty good about that, I would imagine. And I couldn't take my eyes. <laughs> Larry loves from you. Denial. <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And I was just staring and staring at it. And then it just stopped moving and dissipated. Ooh. And I thought, what the hell was that? And I swear I it was not I was not dreaming. And it was not a shadow from the light from the- wow, It was nice. something else, but it never tried to communicate with me or anything like that. It was just there and it was just kind of moving around. So kind of anticlimactic, <laughs> but kind of spooky at the same time. And there was it never happened again after that, just the one no, time? Just the one time. And it was recently. Just a few months ago. Really? So when I was was uh, it after uh, Larry got the spirit box? Yes. <gasps> That's right. No, that shit's unleashed in our house. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Yeah, no Appreciate problem. That. All right, I think so- I have Josh and April to thank for that. I plead the fifth. Yeah, convenient. <laughs> Eighth grade for me. I was living Eighth in Eighth grade Ryan. Yeah. Blue house on Miller Road in Plainwall. I remember the winter was coming. I walked up the stairs to my room and it just felt like something jumped inside of me. Whoa. <clears throat> and maybe my sister was playing Spice Girls a little too loud. <laughs> Ain't nothing that- wrong with that. Scary Spice. I had the moves all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was really creepy. Just I, I just seen The Exorcist. I was privy to like all the religious Satanist type things, and I just we were literally living in a house next to a graveyard. So our basement was where we hung out, and every time that my friends hung out in the basement, we all woke up with colds. It's a cold, wet Michigan basement. But in our breath, you could see like the smoke in our breath, and it was just scary. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So tell us more about you feeling like somebody jumped in your body. 
What the hell well, do you mean by that? I walked That's upstairs, sick. and in eighth grade or ninth grade, you're just ready to like fap off pretty much all the time. <laughs> so when you walk upstairs, and all of a sudden it feels like somebody just jumped inside of you. Like I just remember laughing. You just heard a voice. Bend I like, over. I was like, ha 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 ha, and then I fell down on my you knees. Fell down the stairs? No, fell on my knees, and I was like, ha 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 ha. Now, I'm pretty sure that there are three people at this table that have the experience of people jumping inside of them. In the butt. Larry, Ryan, and myself. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was a super, super creepy moment. Hey, college ain't free. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Next up. Amy? We'll go with Amy's story. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this one. Okay, so I guess I technically have two of them. Um, the first one, I was living in Pearson in this old, old farmhouse. Um, it was so old that we actually had a tunnel that connected our house to our neighbors, who was actually our landlord. That actually sounds really cool. It was yeah. weird. Is it um, possible it was part of the uh, under, Underground Railroad? That's what I'm thinking. The that's Underwater we Railroad? <laughs> Very <laughs> Most unsuccessful died. railroad ever. Either that or it had Jewish people. <laughs> It had Jewish people. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder what the purpose of that I'm just saying, yeah, like, Pearson is connected like that. I would have to assume it's part of the Underground Railroad. I would assume so. But we had this really weird closet, and it was like cobwebs everywhere. It led up to, there were stairs that led to straight to the attic. Not even to the upstairs, but to the attic. And my son had one of those toy balls and some of them actually roll on their own. This one you had to physically push. I shut it off every night. And my boyfriend and I were sitting downstairs and I made sure that it was shut off. We're watching a movie and all of a sudden it like started rolling around in our living room and playing noises. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. Whatever. Go shut it off. Put it in the toy box. And the next thing I know, it like bounced out and started oh, doing oh, it again. F that. Yes. We moved out the next day. No I was kidding. like, I cannot do this. No. I have kids in the house. I'm not trying to have them become possessed. Like, not going to happen. The second one, we were living in the hoodie park in Cedar Springs. <laughs> there is a hood in Cedar Springs? It is like the trashiest trailer park you will yeah. ever see. <laughs> I they grew up in a trailer you, park. So. They charge you $300 a month for rent. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, whoa, whoa, it's go on. Yeah. Hey, you want to move, April? <laughs> it's bad. There's drugs. There's everything there. It's horrible. I'm cool so with that. We were living... Right. We were living there, and we had this neighbor... And we would go over there and have drinks on every Friday night. Well, they had a roommate that moved in. And she swore that her sister did a Ouija board the three days before Halloween, which apparently opens a portal. And she was, she did, her sister did it in her closet. So a demon or something. (laughs) That was our Callie. Been in the closet. Like anyway, a demon <laughs> or something would follow her wherever she was, and we were like, "Oh, whatever!" Like this is not true. And she had cleaned her room, and the next thing we know, we hear this crash in her room, and her closet had just come tumbling down. And we were like, "Okay, this is really random." We go in there, we fix everything, and she left her phone on her bed. We were all in the living room, and the next thing we know. Here comes her her cell phone. I saw with my own eyes 
flying down the hallway at us. What? Smashed the refrigerator and smashed all over the place. Holy shit. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I never went over there again and we moved out like a month later. Never. Nope. Nope. nope okay, nope. that story wins the night. <laughs> now, Miss Miss a- April has a story. You, could, you don't have to push the microphone with your tongue. Yeah. You could use your hand. Do you have hand. a ghost story too, April? I do. I um, uh, It was about eight years ago. I used to work at a nursing home. I worked in the kitchen. Oh um, and oh. like a nursing home is basically where she, she was one of my favorite employees. <laughs> I loved the way she would take care of me. Thank you, Margaret. Um, yeah, so I worked in the kitchen and my the first shift, the morning shift to make breakfast, started at like 4.45 in the morning. So I went, I, I was working the first shift and I was there and you're there by yourself and the rest of the employees don't show up until about seven in the morning. Oh no. So I'm there making breakfast. Know. No, they don't. No. And um, so I'm there by myself. I had me music playing. I was busy getting breakfast ready. What music? Ready. This is important. Oh God, I don't remember. I think it was... R. Kelly. It was not R. Kelly. I can promise you it was not R. Kelly. Um, was but yeah, it, the way that it was, it was set up, I, I remember. <laughs> and yes, Lawrence Welkin is accordion. <laughs> so I, the way that the the kitchen was set up is, I had my work table, and then to the right of me, they had a big storage room where you could look down a big hallway, and there were three rows of shelving. Mm-hmm. So I turned my head to the right to look first because I heard a noise, and there was a guy standing in like that main hallway of the storage room. And, you know, it's not, it didn't surprise me because a lot of the times family members who were there, like if they had a member, a family member passing or something like that, would think that it was okay to like come into the kitchen and help themselves to whatever they needed. We had pop in there and insure and mm-hmm. um, snacks and stuff. Oh, my favorite is insure. <laughs> yes. It's a prune juice. <laughs> so I asked him, it was, a, it was an older gentleman. He had um, like khaki pants and a, a button up shirt. And I said, hey, you know, um, you're not really supposed to be back there. Is there anything I can help you find? And he just looked at me and turned and walked down the center aisle. And there was only one door in and out of the storage room. So I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's a dick. Because we had a lot of dick family family members. So I walked into our dry storage and I turned down the aisle and, and he was gone. There was no one there. And he was. There's and that no way was, for him to. No. And there's no way. What day was this? It was about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then a second time, I it was another day that I was getting breakfast ready, and it was early in the morning, and I heard a huge crash, um, and it was like it was cans falling over, like those big, mm-hmm. um, like food service number ten cans of food, and uh, I looked over and they were rolling down, you know, rolling down an aisle on the floor, and I looked up and there was um, an older woman who had bent down and was picking up the cans. Can I help you, dear? <laughs> My dear, I pick up these. And I went in there to go help her, and it was the same thing. She just was gone. Wow. So, did you ever Google the history of that place? Well, it's a nursing home. Like, I there are lots of people died. I'm sure hundreds and hundreds of people have died there. That was like a. But I mean, it's like a hotbed for ghosts. To see if anyone else had ever seen anything. I had talked because I I brought that up to a couple of my coworkers, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we've seen like everyone there had seen weird stuff." So yeah, that's mine. Ryan, me, we are. Did you t- we did your story. Josh we did have, story. Josh has a story. Okay. Yeah. Um. I used to work for uh, Panera Bread. Panera. I always called it Pantera, but that's everyone does it. Whatever. Pantera Bread. 
Yeah, Respect. vulgar display of flour. Here's Panera. Hey, what, is this seasoning? Get that out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I worked at Panera as a baker, and the bakers, they would come in at about, I think it was like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. We worked third shift really? okay. uh, by ourselves. So, I mean, sometimes you would have one other person there. Uh, if it depended on how much food you were making that night. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one night I was working at, and this is obviously very local, the Alpine Panera Bread. And the way that the, the, the whole back end was set up, she, the girl I was working with, she was w- really far away from me. Mm-hmm. And... She had mentioned to me that the that Panera was this particular Panera was haunted. I didn't believe her because the thing is, most people that work third shift will tell you, "Oh yeah, this place is haunted." And I think your brain plays a lot of part in that. Like you want to say that your place is haunted, but uh, one particular night, she was down working on stuff, and I was in the dish area throwing some uh, pans and whatnot into the dishwasher, and. Out of the corner of my eye, and I know this sounds very generic, I had a a woman, probably in her mid-ish 20s, rush up on me. Like, like oh, just fly up on me. And I was able to see enough on Bart, her. Do you want to see my new hockey mask and chainsaw? <laughs> and I'm thinking of... Simpsons. I mean, it obviously, I mean, it startles you no matter who you are. Yeah. If something rushes up on you. But I saw enough of her that I went back and I was like, I jumped and it was gone. And I went back and I was like, I, uh, I think you're, I, I'm starting to think you're right about this. Like, I just had something happen. And like, she's like, well, what did you see? And most, most of the time, like, if you try to do that, like, no, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that's. And I was like, no, no, no. I want you to tell me what it is that you have seen here so that way i can either like kind of confirm or deny you know whatever and she's like all right well the woman that i have seen here is a woman probably in her 20s has about shoulder length black hair is wearing so kind of an old time so <laughs> <laughs> thanks chewy wearing like an old time dress yeah. and um there's something else, but I can't remember what it was. And it was like, shit, that's exactly what I saw. Wow. Another occasion, though. Same thing at Panera. And this one is uh, in Granville. The The bakers there, they kept swearing to me that the place was haunted. And I had been there a few times and never really seen anything. It was whatever. But there was one night. The, the guy that I was working with was actually, he was behind me and in this uh, walk-in cooler. It was just him and I. And this particular Panera is actually a two-story. And I was I was kind of like looking down and working on uh, something. And I mean, obviously, you can like kind of still see out in front of you. And I saw a man walk right past me, an older gentleman walk right past me and walk over to the stairs and start going up the stairs. Jeez. <laughs> Chewy looks like he's going to yarf in the bag here. Uh, And I didn't think too much of it because the the baker that worked there, he had told me that sometimes uh, some of the managers will come in during the night and 
do paperwork and whatnot. And so he came out. And I'm like, oh, I think there's uh, one of the managers are here. And he's like, really? So he went over and went up the stairs. He's like, dude, there's nobody here. Oof. It's just us. And it wasn't one of those, like, for in, in my point of view, like, it was, I think there's someone that was like, no, I saw somebody walk by, wow. go to the stairs, and go up the stairs. And this pretend, this particular Panera is definitely has seen a lot of different stuff because I've worked with other people that were like, yeah, every time I work at that Granville Panera, like, crazy shit happens. And you would just have that feeling like someone is standing right over your shoulder watching your every move. It's a very uncomfortable feeling, and I'm sure everybody here knows what that's like, but you would have that like somebody's right there. So if you were to turn your head, you would see a face looking at you. So, yeah, I'm in a lot of the Paneras here in West Michigan. People have said that about, but those are the two. These are the two that I've had experiences at. Well, thank you, Josh, for your life story. It's it's good to know where you came from, kind of where you went. Um, so I was born in West uh, in Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, in April third. Uh, all right, Ryan, ladies. Do you have a story now, too, buddy. He already told us. He already us, told didn't it, Aaron. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Remember, because he got he had someone inside him. You're good, and, yeah. And something in, about bubble gum. He had someone deep inside him. Directed. That's right. Okay. We are gonna get straight up quizzical because we don't have to verdict. We're gonna verdict. Persona refer here. Exactly. ZZ's MBB. So Larry. Let's get quizzical. Quizzical. I wanna get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. We have the biggest quizzical audience ever. We so do. This is going to be super fun. So I got ten questions. Call out your name. That's your. Buzzer. That's how you buzz in with your name. First to buzz in gets to answer. Person doesn't get it right. The next person can buzz in and answer. Question number one. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. What's the quiz about? I'm sorry. Halloween. What we think? Of, oh, we think it was going to be about Columbus Day. Well, you never specified. This you always, nice. you always say what the quiz is. We've about. got a quiz about Flag Day. <laughs> Question sorry. number one. According to legend, why is Halloween celebrated on October 31st? Aaron would probably have the best guess on this. Ryan. Ryan. Day of the Dead. That is incorrect. <laughs> April. Yes. It's the last day on the Celtic calendar. That is correct. I read that off your paper. You really need to hide that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on my part. By the way, it's pronounced Celtic. Whatever. I know. You can get that because they're called the Boston Celtics, even though she'd be called the Celtics. That's I know I'm married to baseball, but my mistress is basketball. The question number two, the jack-o'-lantern is based on the tale about a man named what? Brian. Brian. Fred. That is incorrect. Josh. Josh. Walker. It'd be called a Frank Fred-o'-lantern if that were the case. Josh. Jack. Okay, but Jack. Skellington. <laughs> Let's Jim just say Burton. this Jack's Ryan. Yes. Jack O'Lantern. <laughs> nice try. 
Uh, I give a little tiny hint here. If this, uh, the first part of Jack's name would be like what? Um, oh, I guess April would be with coupons. Aaron. Cheapo. Close. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. Rip Van Winkle. That's not even in the ballpark. Oh, <laughs> April rips, rips coupons apart. Right? She doesn't. White. You buzzed out a long time ago. No, I'm buzzed right Are now. We, uh, April. April. Jack Thrifty. <laughs> that is a stingy Jack. He was supposedly <laughs> unable to get into heaven or hell. Question number three. I don't think we have we had one right answer yet. No. We have not. Question number three. According to a recent study, what is the most popular candy given out Josh. on Halloween? Candy corn. Ah. That is incorrect. Oh. Brian. Brian. Reese's. Is incorrect. Oh. April. April. Snickers. Oh. That is correct. Snickers. <laughs> Introduced in 1930. Seems like it'd be older than that, but whatever. Question number four. Famous magician Harry Houdini died on Halloween in what year? The Roaring Twenties. I'll give you that decade. Josh. Josh. 1927. Really close. Ryan. 29. Not so close. April. April. 25. Close. Very close. Brian. Brian. 24. Incorrect. Aaron. 26. That is correct. April 1. Aaron 1. Question number 5. How many pounds did the largest ever pumpkin on record weigh in just a second? I will give you a ballpark figure. It's between 1,000 and 1,500 pounds. Josh. Josh. 1,353. Pretty close, but not quite. Brian. Brian. Just a sec. <laughs> Who did that? Hey, no, it's good. I had a point it there. It was ghosts. Whoa, there we go. <sighs> Brian. 1275. Ooh, close, but incorrect. I say if you get within like a hundred, I'll give it to you. April. April. Twelve fifty. It's incorrect. Twelve hundred from Ryan. Incorrect. Amy. Amy. Fourteen fifty. That is correct. Amy won. April won. Aaron won. The girls are gonna. The girls are. The world. Yes. (laughs) Question number six. Halloween is recognized as being the third biggest party day of the year after New Year's Day. And what other day? Josh. Josh. Black Friday. I knew you wouldn't get that. April. April. St. Patrick's Day. I knew you wouldn't get that either. Amy. Amy. Fourth of July. No. Brian. Brian. Mother's Day. No. Aaron. Day before Thanksgiving. That is incorrect. Ryan. Ryan. All Saints Day. (laughs) <laughs> oh for six Super Bowl Sunday That's not a fucking holiday It didn't say holiday? it was a holiday It said the biggest party day Oh, oh come You're on You're right You're right You're tricking us I didn't trick you I read the questions That's true Semantics <laughs> 
In what de- decade was the first Halloween card sold in the United States of America? I will say this. It's the early 1900s. If you get the decade, you'll be cool. Josh. Josh. 1930s. Correct. Brian. Brian. 1940s. Oh, incorrect. 1920s. That is correct. Ryan won. Amy won. April won. Aaron won. Three more questions. Question number eight. What do the average Halloween candy sales total each year? And I will, again, it's in the billions. Josh. Josh. Three billion. Close. Incorrect. Brian. Brian. close. One billion dollars. Close. (laughs) April. April. One and a half billion dollars. Very close. Aaron. Aaron. Two billion. That is correct. Aaron, two. Amy, one. The answer, though. Josh should have... Zero Josh the credit. Someone though. else had one here. Br- Ryan did in April one. So Ryan and I both have nothing. Josh Qu- should have one. Question number nine. No, I he should not. My point to Josh. He should no. He can't. According to the National Retail Foundation, roughly how much did the U.S. household spend on Halloween in two thousand nine? It's obviously an old quiz, but I would tell you, it is in the tens of billions. Josh. Josh. Forty billion. Ooh, very close. Mm. Brian. 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 Let's go with 30 billion. Ooh, um, that's incorrect. 49 billion. I'll give you it to you because it's 50 billion. Ryan 2, Aaron 2, Amy 1, April 1. Everyone but Justin Brian. Question number 10. We're at three points, so you can win it with this. According to the National Retail Foundation, what was the most popular costume in 2009? This is actually, I will tell you this. It's just, it's nothing out like you wouldn't see. It's nothing out of the ordinary. Brian. Brian. Batman? It's incorrect. That's good. Any year. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, this is something you would see any year. I don't think it's uh, outrageous. Aaron. Aaron. Princess. Is incorrect. Come on. April? April. A witch? That is correct. Ah! April wins four. I was going to say pirate. With four points. I got a platinum in scoring the highest scoring critical. Someone sounds a little drunk. But whatever. (laughs) Hey, ladies and gentlemen, have you had a good time? No. (laughs) Not Josh. But hey, we got drunk as shnikes on this episode. I can't even tell you what Josh's face looks like right now. So There's still a beard there. Well, of course, you got that Brillo. It looks like a piece of silly putty you dropped on the floor. I'm great. I brushed it today. You brushed it? You brushed it? I have to brush my beard. Eating into a microphone, that's something people love to hear. Come on, Josh. How long have you been podcasting? So anyway, um, we had a great time. This is a celebration for us because we have been doing this for a little bit now, and we had a great Comic-Con experience, but we also have our newest member... Tonight. To the Beer City family, to the the Beer City family, Brian, Brian, and uh, thank you, thank you. We're, we're, we're grateful. By the way, you're you. you're now stapled to the table for a stiff joystick. Hey, yep. so, um, oh boy, 
let's let's do a round of plugs. Indeed. Um, I'll I guess I'll start with Josh. Hey, everybody. So, yeah, uh, I do Stiff Joystick Podcast with well Brian now, and sometimes Ryan Larry are there and <laughs> other people. And uh, anyways, that's our video game podcast where we talk about all sorts of fun stuff. You can find that on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. Hey, host. April, what, what do you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. If you like wrestling history, which you should... You should uh, come check out the uh, Body Slam podcast on Facebook and Twitter and Podomatic because it's fun and we do a lot of Ric Flair woos. And poop. And there's a lot of talk about poop and and other drugs. Not that poop is a drug. (laughs) I snort lines of poop. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. You should check it out. It's wonderful. Lawrence. Uh, if you enjoy baseball history, you can catch the EFIS podcast, which is a baseball history podcast. EFISpodcast.net. And I also want to add the music you've heard played underneath tonight is uh, all music based on the Conspiracy Therapy podcast, which you can now purchase on Pod or on, on Bandcamp. That's BigOldBritches.pod. God damn, I did it again. BigOldBritches.Bandcamp.com. Seven bucks, you can get the whole album. I'm Larry, and I'm a musician. <laughs> One who's going to make some money. How about you, Josh? <laughs> you know what? Burn, burn. Okay. Yeah, you know what the difference between you know what the difference between a twelve-inch pizza and a musician is? What's that? A twelve-inch pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> whoa, whoa! What family of four are you talking about? Because I have a family of four, and one pizza don't cut it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope you have had a blast tonight. We got ripped. <laughs> yeah, we did. I can't even tell you words straight. But What's that? Let me let me just say no. this. There, there's also uh, we don't really like to talk to him a lot, but we all we have another show on our network, uh, Bud Miles. Well, he's just hard to get a hold of. So, yeah, we we have him. He he has a show. You can catch him, Bud Miles, on Podomatic, uh, Bud Miles Show at Twitter, and Bud Miles Show on Facebook. Or so we hear. It's a uh, yeah political talk. If you're into that sort of stuff, I guess. So anyway, if you want to check up on our show, you can hit up Conspiracy T Show on Twitter, Conspiracy Therapy Show at gmail.com if you want to send us a show suggestion or even a story that some, something that you've checked out when the, in the paranormal world. You want to tell us about? We would love to read it. Like us on Facebook. Like us on iTunes. iTunes. Give us a five-star Don't review. Don't you have an Instagram? Give, a, give us a nice we comment. We love reading those. Uh, only if they include my name every week we have a lot of these and i want to give a shout out to some of them um but i don't remember your names so i'm just gonna say (laughs) actually uh don't put put me on the spot i we uh, we love all of you guys that are giving us five stars we also love all of you who are like instagram followers Actually, uh, if it's okay, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Whoa, Mark here. Hodges. Hold up, Did you say it again because your mic cut out there. Oh, sorry. My oh, Johnny just got your teeth knocked out. Yeah, right. Uh, I actually want to give a shout out to uh, Mark Hodges, uh, the founder and owner of Grand Rapids Comic Con. Yes. Uh, we just spent the entire weekend uh, going around Comic Con, getting lots of interviews and talking to some of our heroes, and it was awesome that he was able to come talk to us and. Let us go about his 
world empire. His world, yeah, his empire to really build our show. I mean, and so if if you're listening, thank you. That's yes. that was awesome. Thank you so much. For sure. Now we've had this drunk whole cast. Yes. And I'm slurring my words. Are like, we gonna? Do we need a verdict of how drunk we are? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna say this. Uh, on a scale from one to ten, I'm a nine. Ah. Uh, um, every single word I say just makes me want to smoke. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's pretty drunk. All Aww. those light beer cans over there look. Beer can. I like. Yeah, I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six. Can? Six. I like Jack and can. April's shirts. Can. Jewish fellow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Jewish fellow. <laughs> so we'll start with Ryan, and we'll go clockwise. One to ten. <laughs> you said nine. 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 Yeah. All right. Where are I we sitting? Good Amy? buzz. I don't even know because like sometimes I'm at like a four and then it hits me and I'm like flat on my ass at a ten. So it's just So between a four and a ten, fourteen seven. Say seven. Yeah. Six point five. Ooh. Good for you. I would say I'm sitting at a solid seven. Yeah, I'd have to say I'm about an eight. Okay. I'm about a eight what was that, April? You're at a what? An eight? What? Oh, that didn't show up. Anyways, oh, no. that's all right. Um, I'm at about a six. Yeah, maybe six point five. Yeah, I'm just kind of like buzzard right now. Buzzard? Is that is that a number? <laughs> buzzard? That, that a number a word. two? Yeah. <gasps> Judges. <laughs> I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna say she's at a nine. No. No, it's more like a five or a six. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh, buzzard. It's a new numerical term. Is it? Okay. All right. Well. I got a plan to be being smart using big words. <laughs> well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your episode for the week. Does anybody have anything they want to add to this episode before we close this bitch out? I will add. It. Ooh. Yeah. For once. Yeah. <laughs> On Netflix. Movie, uh, what happened to Monday? Yeah, plus five out of ten. Ooh, out of five, sorry, five. <laughs> you want to upgrade five out of ten? Yeah, five out of ten, yeah, out of 10 doesn't make me want to watch that. You might want to upgrade your 6.5. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I, so we'll catch you know up. What? I just have to say, stay away from Betty White 2017. <laughs> I've had what? almost an entire bottle of wine. The new It is awesome. Go see it. I guess, yeah. Well, I'm. I bought a dildo. <laughs> April, you better knock on some wood. Okay. Don't break the table. All right. Uh, I started the show with Larry. Larry's yes. A super smart individual. Yes. Keep going. And uh, <laughs> I like hanging out with him. But uh, the big thing is uh, just smile a bit. Don't get angry. No. Just have a little bit of sugar in your soul and just be happy. <laughs> Ladies and what? gentlemen, boys and girls, Halloween 2.0. Yes, Halloween. Do not, do not, do not get angry because it's only going to prove to you to be stress and all sorts of heart disease. Just be happy. Don't be sour. So I'm so happy out. that we actually got a good group together and had a good time. And that's been your Halloween 2.0. We'll see you next year on another episode. 
of Halloween 3.0. Which will be our blood alcohol content. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna like it. of Beer City Media.